is Zena, and you're listening to the Stay Fit, Stay Lit podcast. If you're ready to take your fitness, your body, and your life to the next level, then this is the place to be. And I'm so excited you're here, so now let's begin. Be inspired by the chaos. Stop procrastinating and use this time to create, manifest, rest, be happy. Give yourself the opportunity to be happy without any particular reason to be happy because right now is the last time anybody should be happy, right? The world is ending. Celebrate then. Celebrate the end of the world. Hold on, let me close my back door. All right, I had to close my door real quick. I'm back. You're back. And it's so good to be here right now because as long as you're good right now, this is what I think. If you're good right now, then you're always good right now, which is why personally, I'm always good, boo. I'm not saying I don't go through adversity or have challenges in my life, but for the most part, my state of mind is that I'm good. Like I have to be good. I work out, I teach classes every day for over a decade, fitness classes. I gotta be good. I'm the one teaching it, right? So working out makes you feel good. Working out gives you energy to live your best life. That's why I do it. I'm a personal trainer. I teach people how to build their bodies. I teach people how to eat so they have energy. Eating is such a big part of it. I love teaching fitness classes. I love teaching spin. I love teaching boot camps. I've taught all sorts of classes over the past 11 years. I even taught Zumba at one point, but mostly now I teach spin and I teach like online fitness. I do my, my personal training online and I love it and that's what I do and I go to the gym and I lift and I teach people how to lift and I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it for like I said since 2009 and I've taught I've taught almost 15,000 classes at this point. I've been doing it that long. So I work out a lot. You don't have to work out a lot to get results. That is something I want to tell y'all up front. You don't have to do what I'm doing to get results at all. Please understand I'm going the extra miles. You really only need to work out like four days a week if you just kind of want to have like, you know, a nice physique and stay fit. You know, I don't want to set some sort of crazy bar. And I can admit that, you know, like now if you want to be in the Olympics, if you want to be an athlete, if you want to be a professional bodybuilder, if you want to play a professional soccer player, if you want to use your body as a profession, even to be an instructor like what I do, then that's going to require that next level training. That's also why we have to get paid to do it because that. It's what it becomes like, you know, it is a job. So it's a business. I love it. I'm so happy to do it. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's also something that has to get done. Like I have to eat. I have to do certain things to maintain my muscles. I have to foam roll. I have to stretch. I have to take, you know, certain supplements. It really helps like amino acids. Right now I was taking creatine. Creatine was getting me Creatine was getting me very bloated, yo, like way beyond bloated. And 2020, honestly, has been a very challenging year for me as far as my own personal fitness. I will say, as far as my clients go online, it's been great. Like, it's been a great year. Like, a lot of my clients, most of them are really doing great and have been continuing to do great without even having the gym. So, I really understood the power of calisthenics and bands this year. So I want y'all to know calisthenics and bands will take you a long way. Is it the most fun to do it in your living room? I don't know. Make it fun. I work out in my living room now a lot more than I ever thought I would. 
Uh, but when I lived in New York, I worked out in my living room. I was making YouTube videos. At, and, like, the thing is, all my neighbors were complaining. I lived in, like, a fifth-floor walk-up situation, which I actually did like walking up five flights of stairs every day. I, I kind of miss it, kind of don't, kind of do. In New York City, everything is stairs. The subway is stairs. Everything you're going to do in New York City requires a very hefty amount of stair climbing. So that is another reason. New York, I kind of like walking a lot. Walking is one of the best activities you can do for your body. It's so basic. It seems so simple, but really, really like low level activity throughout the day is what our body is sort of designed for. Like when we were hunters and gatherers and farmers, you know, our bodies in the very beginning, ancient days, I mean, maybe they didn't live as long. Well, they didn't live a, live as long for a lot of reasons because, you know, let's talk about everything. There's no house, there's no electricity, there's no idea of even what plants you could eat. Some plants might kill you. A lot of people were dying of being too cold, you know, they didn't quite understand time and season and plants yet. Like super ancient people kind of were up around their feet all day. And our bodies are built to be up and doing low-level activity all day. So in New York, it was easy to stay lean. It was very easy to stay lean in New York because you're always walking, always. That is your main mode of transportation. Even if you take a cab, even if you take the subway, you're going to be walking blocks and blocks and stairs and stairs. So in New York City, your feet are your transportation. In Amsterdam now... Your bike is your transportation. And for me, I currently have an e-bike and an e-bike doesn't really, it doesn't give you much exercise. It's nice. I love it. It's like, ah, super chill, you know, because I do work out a lot. It gives me a nice break. You know, it is a little bit of exercise. It's definitely mobility because you still have to sit on the bike, balance on the bike. So that definitely involves some core engagement. You know, you still have to pedal the bike and, um, you know, even though it's an e-bike, if I want to go faster than the motor allows me to, I can. But then at that point, you are sort of working out. But either way, even though the e-bike, it's like, yes, you're moving your legs. It's definitely not as, um, it's not intense at all. That's the whole point. You move really fast, really easily. It's really cool. I love e-bikes. I hope those of you listening in America will consider getting e-bikes. Like, I just can't do a car lifestyle. I guess it just kind of, at this point in my life, I've never had a car. I'm 31 years old. I don't believe in age. Technically, I'm 23. To me, that's how I feel. That's how I look. But, you know, just to keep you guys sort of in the loop, I am 31 and I've never had a car, you know, and uh, I do want one one day. I do want the Porsche 911. That's definitely my dream car. It's just that I like using my body as like my transportation and I think biking is definitely the most efficient it makes the most sense definitely you have like a little vehicle because walking sometimes just be too slow there's so many times in New York I was just like I wish I could walk faster but I can't run everywhere like I don't want to run places so you kind of get good at walking fast but biking just makes life efficient and fast and then your commute becomes way more fun like if you have to go anywhere it's just fun. You're riding a bike. Sometimes it's not that fun when it rains, but get yourself a cute raincoat like I did. Get yourself some Tims. Get yourself, you know, a little waterproof situation and you're good. Like, I just like biking. So big reason I live in Amsterdam is just to be able to bike on a day-to-day -day level. Like, you know, I do travel a lot, so I, I don't plan on living every single day in Amsterdam. But when I come home, when I feel like I'm at my hometown, which I want Amsterdam right now to be my hometown, like... I want to feel like I can get places easily. 
Like, you know, when I'm going back to the States for Christmas and it's like, oh my gosh, the idea of needing to get a ride everywhere is already like, ah, what am I going to do? But anyways, you know, in this episode, I just wanted to catch up really. I know I've been kind of MIA. This year has been, this year has been insane, guys. You know, it's been insane. It's been insane for all of us. So, you know, even for me, like, child, man, this year, yo, literally, I was living in this place I had never lived before, alone in a foreign country in Amsterdam, and, like, my neighbors are renovating, they're doing construction, 7 a.m., waking me up to a jackhammer. I mean, this is, like, 600 decibels. This is definitely, like, blow your eardrums out, like, freak out loudness, and this was happening all during the lockdown, right? Couldn't go teach my spin classes because, you know, they closed all the gyms and studios in town. Couldn't go to the gym. Couldn't go to a coffee shop. Can't go to a bookstore. And now I'm locked into my house alone. No family or friends around listening to Jackhammer 12 hours a day. So I was just riding my bike around a lot during lockdown. And I still had to work with my clients. I still have an online business that, you know, I have to do, which... I love doing, but you know, it was really, really challenging trying to squeeze in times around these people's jackhammering. I was not sleeping. I was gaining stress weight. You know, I know that maybe a lot of you in real life maybe saw me and you're like, you could tell I put on a few pounds and you know, I know I put on a few pounds back in 2020 because of stress, literally because of noise, stress, cortisol. I know that like we say that, okay, stress can make you gain weight, like for real, for real. That's not hypothetical. That's not magic. That's like, if you're stressed, those hormones will wreak havoc on your body. And it'll just make you hold on to just an unnecessary fluid backing up your lymphatic system. It's just, we don't want cortisol, but when you're not getting sleep, okay, when I'm getting one hour of sleep, getting woken up to jackhammers and drills and and hammering all day in the middle of a pandemic, my studio's closed down, I have no family and friends around, like, I have to run, you know, my online clients and trying to train them at weird times, trying to put them on mute, like, so many of my clients, y'all probably don't even understand, like, I had to mute the calls and stuff while they were chilling, it's just, it was absolutely insane, this went on for, like, four months of my life, I'm trying to work out, I, I was going insane, we were all going insane. I don't even want to speak it anymore. I don't want to speak on it because it's just, it's going to create momentum in the wrong direction. And that's kind of also what I want to talk about is like, how are we going to do this? We have to create momentum in the right direction. Okay. The past is the past. It's done. It was a challenge. I learned from it. I learned that, hey, there's a price we all pay to be in every situation that we're in. And honestly, you know, I feel like living in Amsterdam, living in New York, coming from America, us first worlders, hey, maybe we're paying the price. We want all of our stuff wrapped in plastic. Sometimes your neighbors get too much money and feel the need to renovate during a lockdown, right? You know, sometimes that's the price you pay. So maybe we should really all just take this time to reflect on our values, take this time to reflect on what we're grateful for, you know? It also made me really grateful. Like the worst thing that happens is that yeah, okay, I had to deal with a really annoying, stressful situation, but my year has been, honestly, pretty okay. It's been pretty good, pretty good, all things considered. It's been as good as it could get for 2020. I've been able to teach my classes. Eventually, they made a law where my boyfriend has been able to come here, and we're starting the process of him getting his visa, so 
he'll be able to stay here with me, you know? So in a lot of ways, it's been really good. I've gotten to connect with you guys more online through this podcast. This podcast started through all of this. I don't know if I would have started a podcast before this happened. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. And I think working out really helps. Working out is what is the antidote. It's a big antidote. Staying fit, keeping your body tight. Nothing feels as good as having your body tight, boo. We all know it. Money feels good, of course. Food is great, amazing. Friendship is great. Creating art is great. Consuming art is great. Shopping is great. Painting, knitting, math, if that's your thing. Some people like to code. They like to program computers or play video games and get your nails done, go on a vacation, go surfing, have sex with your boo, whatever it is. Nothing feels as good as having your body tight, boo. Nothing feel good like catching yourself in the mirror like, mm mm-hmm, yeah, sis, or yeah, bro. (laughs) Bros, man. I've learned a lot about guys because when you, well, I have a twin brother, so I have a perspective on almost what it's like to be a guy. A lot of times people wonder, well, if I was a boy or a girl, if I was the opposite gender of who I am, oh, whoa, sorry for the pause. I was just thinking, what about trans people? I don't want to leave anybody out, but you know what I mean. A lot of times people will say, You know, what would I look like or be like if I was a boy or a girl? And for me, I'm a girl. I'm a straight girl. I'm a she. I see everybody putting their pronouns in their their Instagram and everything bios now. So I guess I'm a he. Um, Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm a she, her. I am a straight female. I like guys. And I have a twin brother. He's a straight guy and he likes girls. So, you know, that's pretty much what would I be like if I was a boy? My twin brother. So I kind of have seen life almost through the lens, but we're very different people. We are extremely different people, but we're also extremely the same. And yeah, I feel like because I lift weights, a lot of times on the weight floor, it's mostly dudes. So I've kind of learned a lot just from observing. I've learned that learning and sitting back and listening will get you places faster than anything else. If you learn how to sit back take notes from people that are doing what you want to do, apply them to your life, you're going to just get yourself there. That's like a shortcut to anything. It's a shortcut to anything. Anytime I want something, I find a mentor. 2020 is actually the year I've probably had the least mentors in my life. And that was intentional. I kind of wanted to let myself lead a little bit more. I feel like I've always had a coach in my ear. I've always had a mentor in my ear. I've always had some sort of lesson. I've always had literally since I was a kid, since I was three years old, that's when swimming lessons start. And then I had music lessons and dance lessons and all throughout my life, college, you go and I have this and that. And I've had personal trainers. That's how I became a personal trainer. And like, I'm always just, I feel like I want to kind of just see who Amina is how she leads, I want to step into that place of like, hey, I know what I'm doing because I have always known I've known what I'm doing. And a big part of that has been having mentors, learning under people, apprenticeship, that sort of thing. And I also feel ready to be a bigger authority in the fitness space because I do happen to know a lot. I just do because I've been doing it for so long and I've been well-trained and I've 
been able to stay consistently in business helping people for over a decade, you know? So I think I'm ready to actually start giving like a stronger opinion in this space just to help, just to help. I know that there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of misinformation out there. People got to understand how the metabolism actually works. There's still a very, I guess, big knowledge gap as far as people need to know about their BMR. They need to know about how the metabolic rate works. They need to understand how muscle works. And I want to make this information more normal because I know a lot of people struggle with weight loss and being in the mindset of needing to check the scale and finding guilt around food and that's the cycle I want to break because I love food. I love food. Yo, girl, every day, man. I had bitter balls today. Trying to explain what bitter balls are to American people. I don't know. Dutch people, you probably... Dutch people, what are bitter balls? I eat them. I eat the vegan kind. It's like this fried ball with cream meat inside. Oh, my goodness. Dutch people like creamy meat. They like raw beef they call it filet americain i've never tried it they put a raw beef with a egg on top a hard-boiled egg honey i don't know about that but everybody tells me it's really good they i said nobody in america eats that hun nobody in america eats that boo but it looks okay maybe one day i'll try it i'm gonna stay open-minded a lot of people say it's good (laughs) i don't know though Bitter balls, though, is like these balls of, yeah, just creamy meat. So I had them today, the vegan ones, though, because I don't do creamy meat. I eat meat. I definitely would love to have the discussion about veganism versus not vegan. I was vegetarian for a little while. I was vegan for a little bit. I'm totally for veganism. It's just that there's a lot of reasons why I will continue to eat meat, and I will talk about that fully in length. That could be like 90 minutes, y'all. I have a lot of opinions about that. And the thing is, though, it's just my opinions. I want you to do what's best for you. And I think that's something I want to talk about in that episode, too, is that we were hunters and gatherers at one point. And some people come from tribes of more gathering. Some people come from tribes of more hunting. And maybe that is what has influenced, to some extent, the reason some people are more, you know, prone to be vegetarian and some people are more into meat. So... You know, that's a whole discussion within itself. I think if you know you're meant to be a vegan vegetarian, go all in, you know. Um, so that I'll do that a whole nother episode. I got to do the supplements episode. Today is just like kind of checking in on you guys. Kind of just I know this quarantine life is absolutely. You know what? Let's stop making it not. Let's just stop. Let's stop making it something it's not. Can I tell you it's what it's not? It's not the worst time to be alive. It is probably still the best time to be alive in human history. We have to look at the positive. How much longer can we be upset about quarantine? My whole thing is like, hey, maybe we should just overthrow the government. But maybe that's too radical. So instead of overthrowing the government, let's look on the bright side. Because if all of us can get on the same wavelength of positivity, and don't never say never. I had this conversation with a friend today. Everybody say that'll never happen. Well, if the possibilities are endless... That's only one possibility, so all the other possibilities exist too. And if all the other possibilities exist, then one of those possibilities means human beings can all come together for the right reasons, in the name of our own freedom, in the name of human rights, in the name of being better to ourselves, being better to each other, and being better to the planet. It could be that simple. It really could be that simple. And maybe a a whole one-world 
global lockdown could bring us to a whole one world global state of peace. Or it could be the end of humanity. Maybe we're not designed to last much longer than this. Maybe we have to let go of any fear or doubt about why we're here, what we're doing, and just be here while we're here. Maybe then some answers will come to us. I don't know. Anyways, that's where my head's at. My head's been all over the place. I'm in a very uh, creative headspace right now. Definitely feeling like making things. Making things. And I think I'm going to make podcasts way more often. Maybe every single day. Maybe I'll make a podcast every single day of this lockdown. How would you like that? If you would like that, let me know. I just want to share value. I just want to share what has been working for me in fitness and what has been working for me in fitness. And sometimes, you know, I look at other fitness coaches and sometimes I see them as these like peak performance strength experts. And I see them as like, you know, maybe because I'm not like some sort of professional athlete, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. And then I realize I know what I'm doing. I look at all my clients and their results and I'm like, yeah, every single time. When my clients follow what I tell them to do, they get the results and it works and it works in my own body and I, I know it and I just have to realize that I'm me, you know, we all have to realize that you are you and sometimes you are going to question yourself. Maybe you'll doubt yourself. Maybe you'll compare yourself. Maybe you'll just feel down about yourself and that's okay sometimes. Sometimes you need to be there to have some contrast. Sometimes you need to be there to have moments of figuring out how to find clarity, figuring out what you don't want so you know what you do want. Embrace chaos. It's good for your art, boo. You can't be a musician. You can't be a a writer. You can't be a painter without pain in your soul. Oh, it just wouldn't be the same now, would it? Yeah, I'm also getting back into music. That's a big thing for me. You know, I was making music, I was producing a lot of EDM, a lot of dubstep in New York, because in New York, the energy for me was very dark and industrial towards the end of living there. I lived there for eight years. I'd say musically, I came in and I was in a very pop state of mind. I remember going out with my friends, like the meatpacking district, like wearing heels and dresses and going to bars sometimes and just dancing to like Kesha and Pitbull and like just pop music and hip hop. And then... I was kind of getting sick of that. And then I discovered more like house and EDM. I discovered like the more, you know, European techno vibes and I started traveling more. And then I don't know, a lot of darkness happened in my life for a few years. Um, and some of it was just, yeah, you know, it kind of put me in a space of listening to more aggressive more cold, industrial, dark dubstep music. I don't know. I was very attracted to dubstep for a long time, (laughs) you know? Um, But I was attracted to all sorts of music. I have literally, I think I've had a phase with everything. I had a huge disco phase, you know, rock phase. Some of these phases are still here. Um, So right now I'm like into rock. I'm into like classic rock right now. Really into classic rock. I'm into pop, I'm into EDM, you know, and I have to curate playlists all the time. When I was a DJ, even more, you know, it's just 2020, I didn't have the opportunity to DJ because no clubs were open. So I just poured all my musical energy into actually picking up the flute again and relearning things and learning songs and taking these like online piano lessons again, just, and we bought a synth. We bought a real actual synth and I got brand new speakers. Like I just upgraded my whole musical situation, 
really started listening to different music, really started like actually taking things to another level. And, you know, even with my row cycle spin, my spin class playlist at row cycle, like just trying new songs and like every week having something new instead of getting sort of stuck in the same old pool of top 40, even though I do like pop. I like the pop that's popular because it's good. We got to remember that some pop music is actually popular because it's good. Not all of it. You definitely have to sift through it. Music these days is definitely not the same as back in the day. And when I say back in the day, now that I've been listening to like better music as far as just like classic songs and disco and funk and rock and really figuring out that most modern music is just sampling the old stuff. Once you listen to that stuff, you realize good music is timeless. You realize good music is timeless and my taste in music has definitely elevated. So I feel like even something is that, I feel like anytime you elevate anything in your life, the rest of it goes with it, you know? Like, I remember, it's just as simple, I was talking about my e-bike earlier, I bought myself a brand new e-bike that I love, and then because of that, I ended up buying brand new Co, and I just ended up feeling myself. I know it's like material stuff, but like, I'm just saying that sometimes it's like you create a ripple effect in the direction that you want. And hey, if you want some of that stuff to manifest as actual material things, good for you. I think for me, and I read that in this book called, I think it was Think and Grow Rich. And the author pretty much said like, hey, you deserve any material thing you want. And I had never seen that written down before or that idea be expressed before. But I remembered it because, yeah, I feel like I deserve every material thing I want too because... If material things don't matter that much, then you shouldn't feel bad about wanting them. Want them, get them, move on. Now, you shouldn't be a hoarder, right? I don't want to be greedy. I don't want more than I actually, like, need need. But I want the best of what I got, you know? I want the best of what I got. And if there's a product or something out there that I think would really make my life better, I'm going to get it. I'm definitely now in a way more minimal lifestyle. Like, leaving New York, I definitely wanted to step into a more minimalistic approach to life because like I had three walk-in closets in New York and they were all just filled to the brim with stuff that like I wasn't even using all the time and I guess sometimes it was nice to have more stuff I will say that it was nice to have more outfit options and just like I love looking at my clothes and I had all this nice furniture and mirrors and I had lots of stuff and decorations and like I definitely miss having my crib feel like it was nice and I painted it and it was it was beautiful and I, I miss that feeling of like oh this posh little apartment because right now my house feels very granola you know I moved into this house and like you know this is still like the landing place you know what I'm saying like okay I just got here it's been like a year and a half you know I move at a different pace like I'm here. I got a lease. It's working. I like the neighborhood. I'm figuring out which neighborhoods and stuff I like. And I like the neighborhood I'm at. And now I just want to get my own bigger house here. You know what I mean? Like, okay, take it to the next step. Get a bigger house. Get a mortgage. Grow up. Ew. I'm not growing up, though. That's the thing. I feel like you can be responsible and have a lot of money and be, you know, on your grind and be young, you know? youthfulness and responsibility definitely can go hand in hand. So let's get these mortgages, boo. Let's grow up a little bit. Let's grow up in that way. Let's grow in a positive way financially together. And that's another thing too is like finances, material things. Let's not stress about them. 
they'll come to you. They come to all of us. We can all have as much money and material things as we want. Just don't be greedy, you know? You got to remember, like, you got to let it flow. It's give and take. You you get what you give. So that's why I've been shopping. I went shopping today. got my family and friends some gifts. There wasn't many places to go because the lockdown was, like, everything is closed. So I was going to get my friends and family, like, jewelry or T-shirts or something. But then there's this shop called When Nature Calls, and they sell, like, psychedelics. They sell CBD oil. They sell tea. They sell body cream. They sell all sorts of legal plant-based medicines and drugs, um, healthy things. So I got everybody in my family, like CBD hemp tea, you know what I mean? It's like totally, there's no THC in it. It's not psychoactive. So I thought that would be nice to get them like some tea, you know, support this local business because I'm stimulating the economy. I want to be a part of a great, robust economy and I want to see everybody around me killing it too. I want to see everybody thriving. You know, you don't want to get to the top and don't have friends. That doesn't sound fun. Trying to get to the top. We get the mansion party popping. You friends with everybody. I got the mansion. I got the boat. Let's go. Let's go on the group vacation. Let's get the cabana. Like, you know what I mean? Let's do it big. Like, I don't want to be struggling. Let's all win together. (laughs) We can all win together. You know, definitely. For sure. So... We got to, man. That's the only way. We need each other, yo. Your success is depending on other people being successful. So remember that. We all need each other to be successful. So step up. Be yourself. The only competition is within. I realize that too. Who am I competing with? Like, people are going to do what they're going to do, boo. Can't control people. If somebody going to win, they're going to win. If somebody going to lose, they're going to lose. I'm going to win. I'm going to keep winning. I feel like I'm winning at life. And I just wanted to share this positive message. Like, yes, coronavirus is happening. Yes, vaccines, uncertainty, everything's up in the air, media, propaganda, nobody knows. Nobody knew, nobody will. Okay? We might know, but the only way we're going to know is if we sit back and go inward. We need to go inward. There's nothing out there that's going to answer what's going on inside. The answers are inside. Meditate, journal it out. And one day, we'll come closer to understanding why we're all here. In the meantime, we'll talk about being fit, though. We'll talk about being hot for ourselves, you know? You do it for yourself. You really do it for yourself. You got to feel good about you. I feel like we all have relationships with everything, with everyone, with people, with ideas, with dreams, with things that have happened, with things that will happen, with Almost everything, every animal, strangers, showers, objects, we have relationships with things. So focus on the relationship you have with yourself. Fitness, looking good for yourself. Like right now I'm home alone, but I'm wearing an outfit that makes me feel good. Like I'm wearing these bell bottoms. I'm wearing this cute like crop sweater. Nobody's looking at me, but I want to feel like me. I want to feel good every moment that I'm here. And that means dressing nice for myself. That means having my nails done, even if one person's going to see them. That means having my hair braided if I want it. Or if I actually take my braids out, I have an afro. Sometimes I miss my afro. I miss it right now. So, guys, this episode, I just wanted to chat. You know what I mean? I'm a human, too. We're all human. Let's remember that. We are all connected in this web of humanity. And let's stay fit because as we work out... 
we become more aware, we become more conscious. Our self-awareness, our vibration, we elevate, we expand. We're always expanding. It's just we want to expand in a positive way. The thing is, is that sometimes people talk about positivity being toxic or it's too positive or like, you know, you can't handle a negative emotion. I'm not saying don't handle a negative emotion. It's just that like, what do you want after a while? We felt the negativity. We felt it. I think we felt the despair so we could understand what we needed to work on and like, let's work on it and fix it now. We don't have to wait a long time to fix it. We can just be right now. We can be good with everything right now and let that energy be the energy we choose because all we have is now. So that is where we leave it off. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Send me a DM, send me a comment. If you really like this episode, I'd appreciate it if you screenshot it, share it in the Insta stories, spread the word. Let's get fit. Let's get lit. I have so many ideas I want to share with y'all. And please share me your, share me everything. Share me your dreams. Share me your music. Send me music that you like and you want me to hear for spin. And until then, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you learned something useful and enjoyed what you listened to. And if you did, please feel free to take a screenshot of today's episode and post it in your Instagram stories. And be sure to tag me at aminazina underscore fitness because I want to meet you and I want to shout you out. So thanks again. And until the next time, stay fit, stay lit.